Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a wonderful week. Um, We are feeling very festive at our home. We have been spending the last week decorating our home. It's our first Christmas living in Spain. So it feels quite different to what we've been used to because Spain is this time of the year, the where we are in Spain, the southern part of Spain, it's still pretty warm <laughs> and it's still sunny most days. We've literally had like a couple of rainy days where it was a bit cloudy, but on the whole, it kind of still feels like what an English summer would feel like. So it's very different to what we're used to back in the UK, where typically this time of the year, it's starting to get very dark, very cold, very grey. And actually, that is something that I very much associate with the build up to Christmas. So because we've not got that, I have decided I'm going to go extra festive this year in terms of decorating our home. Um, You know, we're putting our decorations up super early, earlier than what we normally would. Um, just to really kind of get us in the festive mood. So that's a very brief update on my life at the moment. Um, Full disclosure, as I am recording this, I have my little baby, Cece Serena, (laughs) attached to me on the baby carrier. She is very much going through a stage at the moment where she just doesn't want to be away from me at all. And she is crying every time you know, I put her down or if somebody else takes her. So at the moment, the only place where she seems to settle is on me. So I've got her at the moment in the baby carrier. She is fast asleep and I'm kind of hoping it will stay that way so I can record this podcast episode. But if you hear any little snuffles in the background or, you know, little grunts, that might be her. (laughs) So for this episode then, what I want to talk about is making decisions for your life. Um, and how to really make the right decisions that are going to lead you to you living your best life. Now, when we think of the process of manifestation, we must remember that this is a process of co-creation. We are working hand in hand with the universe to manifest the life of our dreams. So this is really not just handing things over to the universe, but it's being a part of the process as well. And a part of being the process, being a part of that process is making decisions for yourself, taking action towards your dreams. And that action is often followed by decisions that we make, whether to do something, whether to take a certain path, whether to take a certain action, whether to say yes to something. So every single day we are, you know, our life is a product of the decisions we are making. And if the life that you are living right now isn't matching up to your expectations, a part of that will be because of the decisions that you have made up to now. The decisions that you have made in your life up to now are 
a reason why your life is shaped into the way it has right now in some respects, okay? So what you are doing for a career is based upon the decisions that you have made. The relationship that you're in is based upon decisions that you have made previously, okay? And sometimes this is a hard pill to swallow because we often, if things aren't unfolding in our favor, it's very easy to want to get into this blame mentality where we blame things outside of us. And that can sometimes give us a bit of comfort, right? You know, we can get angry at things and frustrated, but ultimately that means that we are giving our power over to things outside of us. We're saying, this person caused me this path or this person forced me to make this decision or my circumstances forced me to make this decision. This is happening to me. But when we start to accept responsibility and start to accept that we are the deciding factor in how our life plays out because of the decisions we make, although it may be a bitter pill to swallow, it allows us to take back our power. Because if we are deciding our life, if we're making the choices, we can choose to make a different decision. So what I want to talk about is how to empower yourself to make better decisions for your life so that you can you know, work with the universe to manifest more and more amazing things. Now, something that I think is incredibly important when making any decision is to tune into how are you feeling in that moment? When it comes to the crunch of it, that big decision that you've got to make in your life, from what place, from what kind of energy are you making that decision from? Because you may have noticed in your life previously, when we are not feeling our best, when our energy is low, when we're tired, when we're stressed, when we're feeling angry or frustrated, we often don't necessarily make the best decisions that align with our highest version of ourselves. Okay, think about this. Let's say, for example, let's kind of simplify this. Let's say you've had a really, really tiring day. You're stressed, you're exhausted. Maybe you've spent a day at a job that you hate. I'm using this as an example because I'm kind of thinking back to me a number of years ago, when I was in this very place, typically it would get to the end of the day and I'd be tired, I'd be drained. I'd have spent the whole day, you know, feeling unfulfilled, feeling very lost, questioning what I was doing with my life. I get to the end of the day and I think, what do I want for my dinner? (laughs) And it was so easy to just think, okay, I'm going to get a takeaway pizza. I'm going to eat some junk food or, you know what, I'm going to open up a bottle of wine and pretty much polish off the whole bottle. (laughs) I wasn't necessarily making the best decisions for my life. Why? Because I wasn't feeling great in that moment. So you want to almost take how you are feeling as the foundation for all of the decisions that you make. When we are feeling amazing, when we're feeling high vibe, full of energy, full of life, full of positivity, we tend to make far more empowering decisions for our life. So before you make any big decision, you want to check in with yourself and think, how am I feeling right now? Okay. Am I stuck in fear, stuck in anxiety, stuck in stress? Or am I feeling great? Am I feeling hopeful? Am I feeling optimistic? And rather than putting your decisions on hold, you know, rather than putting off making a decision because you don't feel great right now, what can you do in the moment to allow yourself to feel better? 
and make your decision from that place. Now, I say better and not perfect, because often if we wait for, you know, feeling our best selves to make a decision, we won't make any decisions at all. So it isn't about waiting for you to feel incredible before you choose to do or not to do something. It's about thinking, okay, I know that my feelings are important. I know that how I feel impacts the quality of the decisions I make. So how can I help myself to feel a little better in this moment right now? And this is where coming to sort of quick fixes to help you feel better right now is really useful. So for me, meditation has always been a really super simple quick fix that I know in the moment can help me feel so much better. Visualization equally helps me feel so much better. Exercise helps me feel so much better. So if, say for example, I've got a big decision to make within my business and it's, or in my life or whatever, It's something that I know I really want to make sure that I make the right decision on this. If I wake up in the morning, I'm feeling low, I'm feeling flat, I'm feeling a bit stressed out. Maybe I've had, you know, a crazy weekend with my children and I'm not necessarily feeling so energized. Rather than making that decision right then, I will go and do something in that moment that's going to help me feel better. So it might be going and doing a yoga class or meditating or whatever it is, visualizing for a little bit, taking, you know, a bubble bath. And then I come back to that decision. But the important thing is, is that I am making the decision. Okay, I'm making the decision. I'm committing to something. If I know I've got to decide on something, I will commit to that decision sooner rather than later. And here's the thing with making decisions. Often we put off actually committing to something. We put off making that decision because we're so busy in our heads weighing up the pros and cons. We are overthinking things. And of course, with some decisions, you know, we have to be rational about things. We have to look at the pros and cons of things. But ultimately, when we are caught up in our head, in our logical brain, That is where all of our fears reside, okay? Fears are a product of the mind. They're not a product of the heart or of the soul. They are a product of the mind. So when we are allowing our mind to make the decision over our heart, the mind is going to say, well, what if you fail? What if this doesn't work out? Or what if you make the wrong decision? Or, you know, all of these big, scary things. The mind plays up things to be far bigger than what they need to be, okay? And so what happens often when we're delaying our decisions, it's because we are stuck within our own thought process. Whereas when we listen to our heart, we often call this, you know, this gut reaction. And it's true. You know, we know from science that the heart and the gut are very much interlinked. And it's the same for, you know, this manifestation process, this decision-making process. We talk about this gut reaction. That is you coming, speaking from your heart, from your gut, from your intuition, from your highest self. And when we take a decision from that place, silencing the mind, not getting caught up in overthinking, we are always going to make the best decision for ourselves. Okay, so prolonging that decision is going to get you stuck in the mind. So get into the habit of trusting yourself, listening to those gut reactions and going with it rather than agonizing over every tiny little detail, putting things off, 
Because from my experience, the longer you put off making the decision, the harder it becomes to make at all. Okay, often we think, well, if I just wait, you know, decision, the decision will become easier to make. It'll become easier for me to take that leap. And actually, it doesn't work like that at all. A really good example of this was when my sister and I, we were um, a long time ago, <laughs> a former life, we were traveling together and we were going to do a bungee jump. I am petrified of heights. I'm petrified of anything like that. And we got up to the top of this thing and I was basically putting off deciding whether or not to jump. Okay. So I was um, procrastinating on my decision. I'd got up there, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And I was coming backwards and forwards. And every time I would get to the edge, I was like, no, 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 I just need a few more minutes. And I would step back again. And I was getting myself so worked up and I was delaying my decision to jump to the point that I didn't jump at all. Don't let that be your life. Don't let it be that you put things off so, so much that you never actually take that leap, okay? Because the leap can often be exhilarating. Scary, yes, but it could actually be the best decision you ever make for yourself, okay? So don't delay. Now, my other piece of advice is to don't put the opinion of others up on a pedestal. When we have a big decision, it's often we look to other people for advice and guidance on what we should or shouldn't do. And while sometimes advice can be very helpful, often the person that we are seeking advice from perhaps doesn't know the full picture of how we feel, of the choice that we've got to make, and they are never going to fully know what is the best decision for you. Only you can ever know that. So again, this is about holding on to your power rather than handing it over to somebody external to you. Okay, and it's not to say that the opinion of others doesn't matter. At, at the end of the day, we are hardwired as humans to want to conform. We want to be accepted by our tribe. Therefore, we look to the opinions of others as a way to feel validated and accepted and ultimately loved. You know, that's just a part of being human. So it's not to say that other people's opinions don't matter, but they shouldn't have more weight than your own. So by all means, get guidance from other people, but you should always come back to your own intuition as you know the deciding factor in any decision that you make. I think a big part as well of why we seek the opinions of others for decisions, it's that feeling of safety in numbers. And again, this comes back to trusting yourself. When we don't fully trust ourselves and the decisions we're, we're making for ourselves, we want to get that validation of others to kind of say like, okay, I'm on the right path here because they agree with me. They're, you know, on the same page as me. So therefore my decision, you know, must be the right one because other people agree with me. But then what if you get to the point where you feel like you've decided a certain path for you, but others don't agree with you? What happens then? Then you are giving something else, somebody else, power over your life. Because you're saying, well, okay, if they're not agreeing with me, therefore my decision mustn't be right if they're not agreeing with me. And then think about how many ways you will hold yourself back if you always allow the opinion or the decision or the, the choices of others to dictate what you do or do not in your life.
I certainly wouldn't be where I am today in my life, in my business, financially, spiritually, emotionally, if I had put so much value on the opinion of others. In fact, I probably would be living a very different life if I'd allowed others to dictate my choices. I felt like I did this for a lot of my life through sort of my my teens, through my 20s, where I was very much influenced by what I felt like I should do in terms of a career, in terms of my lifestyle. And then I found myself in a position where I didn't really know who I was or who I wanted to be because I'd never really given myself permission to just allow myself to be who I wanted to be because I was so influenced by, you know, family and what society felt like I should be doing. Okay, so what choices would you make today if you were leading from a place of desire versus duty? Ask yourself that question. If I was being completely true to me and I was putting my desires over my duty or what I felt like I should be doing first, what choices would I be making? They're the choices you want to be leading with. The choices that truly come from your authentic self, from your heart. And now I want to actually as well point out the importance of getting silence. And this is kind of going back to what I was saying about when you get stuck in your head and, you know, you're overthinking things, all of that noise is not going to help you make the right decision. If anything, it will cause you to make the wrong decision because you'll be acting from that place of fear. In the moment when you do not know the answers, silence is going to speak the loudest. Meditation, quieting the mind, that's when your answers will come to you, okay? And I feel like I always have my biggest moments of clarity when I am completely silent, when I'm silencing my mind. And again, it's that feeling of knowing. That we can tune into that, that feeling of trusting ourselves. Like, yes, okay, I know that I should be on this path. That is going to come when you allow yourself to get silent. Now, one piece of advice that I was given when... I was first starting out in my coaching career was to think about, well, what is the worst case scenario? You know, if you make a decision on something, you know, what's the worst that can happen? But actually, I wasn't sure if I really liked that approach because what that caused me to do, it caused me to think of all of the worst case scenarios. And what I was doing, I was then focusing on things not working out, which I can understand where that advice comes from. It's getting you to think, well, actually, the worst case scenario perhaps isn't as bad as what you thought it could be. So say, for example, for me, it was, you know, making the decision of quitting a job to go all in on my coaching business. Well, what is the worst case scenario there? I could always go back to work. You know, it's not a big deal. I can get another job. However, again, it was getting me to think about things not working out. And what you focus on expands. So for me, I found it far more empowering and productive to think about everything unfolding in my favor. Once I'd made that decision, the only thing to focus on was things working out for me. And in the run-up to that decision, thinking about, this has no choice but to work. And what I've realized about the energy of fully deciding, 
you know, to the point where there is no other option. Your dreams are non-negotiable. Your decision is non-negotiable. When you come at something with that kind of energy, the universe is going to step in and match that decisiveness. The decisiveness you show towards your dreams is going to be matched by the universe. The universe is going to provide absolute clarity on what you should do. It's going to give you the people you need. It's going to provide you the resources to get there. The clarity and conviction and decisiveness with which you approach your life is always going to be mirrored back to you and the things that you receive. Okay? So... Stop sitting on the fence with things. Figure out what it is that you want and make a decision on it and boldly move towards that thing, okay? There isn't room here for being on the fence. When you are on the fence, you're never going to move forwards, okay? When you just dip a toe, you're never going to move forwards. You have to decide and commit and go fully all in towards what it is that you want. And that's how things work out for you. Okay. That's how things work out for you. You don't need to know everything that lies ahead of you. You leap and the net will appear. Okay. Every time you start walking along your authentic path, trusting in the decisions you're making, the universe will always come and validate it for you. The universe will always be there to support you along the way. So I hope this episode has inspired you today to make decisions for your life. You know, stop acting from that place of fear. Trust yourself enough to take that leap of faith and go all in on your dreams. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week, ladies. And I will catch you again on the next episode. Wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.